And welcome back to 216 Baseball, Cleveland Baseball Podcast. His name's Alex. My name's Paul. And if your favorite baseball team are majority owners of the Kansas City Royals, then you're in the right spot. Let's get into it. What's going on, man? How you doing today, brother? I am hanging in there. I'm doing what I can, and I figured out how to use my fucking mic correctly. So everybody that rocked with us last episode and sounded like I called in, like, caller number three for the whole episode, um, we're like, oh, we didn't have technical difficulties, and it felt great, and then I let myself down. I still don't understand how, but we're moving on from that those bad vibes. We have not had issues. We're going to keep our heads up like the kings we are. We are here. And we are going to produce a high quality podcast on a regular schedule again. So yeah, man- manifesting that in the words <laughs> of in the words of IG. How are you, dude? Good, man. I'm a uh, I'm survived Hurricane Ida. True. We got. I'd have been here. disappointed if you didn't. Yeah. One of my one of my friends uh, decided that it would have been a last week and decided it was a good idea to go to New Orleans for a little weekend trip and got stuck down there for like. Ooh. three days because apparently we don't check the weather before we go places so yeah you imagine <laughs> if the humidity was bad how dumb you would have felt <laughs> but uh no man i'm doing all right i'm i'm hanging in there taking everything day by day you know I feel that i'm i'm toast today for some reason i just yeah. feels like such a lot it was a crazy hectic week lots lots going on lots lots of good things just Oh, I'm happy to be doing this with you. I don't feel like I really talked to you all week, which was which was weird. Um, yeah. So it's kind of like, oh, hey, there he is when we logged in before to kind of prep and stuff. So yeah, this is the it's, chance uh, we get to hang out. We go through times like that where we're like, before we started this podcast, we would go like a month and a half without talking at like some points. True. And then like out of nowhere, we would just talk all the time. And then we started this and now... It's talk now we basically have to, every day. Now yeah. we have to talk every day. Well, we still we still talk outside of that. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But but yeah, this is definitely a good catalyst. So yeah. So this episode, I mean, we don't. <laughs> we were kind of going through it, and it was pretty straightforward. Everything. The, so yeah, this whole like this whole series that we we've had like the, against the Kansas City Royals, it was a good series, and yeah. the, the Indians played well, and like the games were exciting. But like it, there was nothing like crazy happened. Like it, it was, was a lot of elite the, pitching, and yeah, then no, like there was minimal a, there was offense. Like a lot of very like straightforward baseball, like routine stuff. Nothing yep. like super crazy happened besides Yu Chang pop, popping off still. So. Yeah, which I mean, what else is new? You know, <laughs> I, there was a lot of like little news sprinkled into this episode, but yeah. um, you know, really, it's it is. It's kind of just the peanut butter and jelly of episodes. So mm-hmm. that's not to say everybody buckle up for mediocrity because you know we're going to give you straight facts and heat. But um, nothing happened in baseball either. It's just it's September. We're coming down. You know, we got uh, it, something changes in the air. Like as soon as September first hits, it's like I smell the playoffs, baby. Like yep. 
And we have just enough hope that even though I know there's no hope, I have a little tiny, like 2% of hope. Like, yeah, we finna sweep the Red Sox. (laughs) And the the thing is, is like the teams that we have coming up this month are all teams that like, if we do well against, like, we'll like position ourselves to be like, yeah, yeah. Like New York and Boston and Milwaukee. But then outside of that, and yeah, but like Chicago, we play well against. So like the, the month is weird. It's like half the Royals and like dumpster teams, but like the twins play us really well. So that's hard to count because whatever reason they kind of mm-hmm. own us, even though they're at their ass on the flip side, we have five against the white Sox, And for whatever reason, we could go three and two. We could go four and one. If we really surprised them, yeah. like that's not necessarily necessarily a black hole. We never really play the brewers, although they're one of the best teams of baseball. So that one, I mean, the Yankees are like majority owners of our franchise, unfortunately. So I don't love that, but like, Get past the Red Sox, win two or three, you know, and or sweep and make up for the BS that happened last week. That's what was so frustrating. But then once you kind of get past that, it's like just take it series by series. And we're just playing better baseball mm-hmm. right now because the starting pitching is showing up. Yu Chang, Yu Chang's finally playing his full potential. And then some, like just Barry Bonds energy, like he's literally having an out-of-body experience. (laughs) I don't understand what's happening. It's like, even though it's funny and we make jokes, it's then, you know, we'll talk about what he did in this series. It's like, okay. (laughs) It's a UU world, baby. Yeah, no, we're just living in it. Like, when is this shit going to, like, stop being, like, it's not really moving to funny. It's more just concerning now. (laughs) Like, what's going on? Maybe our Um, hot topic. I think I have an idea for one. It just came to me, right? So 2022 Cleveland Guardians. Yep. Right. Guards up till till I die. And we've kind of talked about this before. Now I guess this is this will be our time to actually spend some like time on it. So Bobby Bradley's our our first baseman, obviously. Yes, in italics. Which sounds Well, I mean, who snobby. else are you gonna play there? I'm with you. I'm just yeah. saying, like I I'm saying I'm saying when he's next good. Year, yeah, well, when he's good, he's really good. When he's not, he concerns me. Yeah. But, again, I want him to be our first baseman. Uh-huh. It's just that OBP needs to be 330 to 350. Well, so I'm not saying, like, he – I'm saying for next year, he's our first baseman. Yeah, unless Josh Naylor comes back. And then – That's where it gets a little spicy. Yeah. And but then, we have options, so we feel good about that. Yeah. So, second base, Andreas mm-hmm. Jimenez has been playing there, but his, his bat has been – Colder ice than cold. ice. Listen, uh, I'm gonna start like unclaiming him soon. So this is this is good. I like where you're going. Like, yeah. How we're all right. So, but you also have Yu Chang and Owen Miller, which I want to give Owen Miller a little bit more time. This is his rookie year. This is his mm-hmm. first time up in the majors, right? So, like, maybe this is something where we got to give him a little bit more time. Maybe mm-hmm. right. And then um, our shortstop. Maybe Andreas goes over there. Maybe he's more. Maybe he's just uncomfortable playing second. So like, it, and there's that's an actual thing, right? Like if a player's not used to playing a position, it can throw his whole game off. Oh, a hundred percent. So yeah. so maybe that's a th- maybe he's not comfortable playing second. Maybe you move him to short, and he he gets his shit back together. And yeah, Yu Chang's our everyday second baseman, or maybe yeah. we kind of make Tyler Freeman a second baseman because Jose's not leaving third. Yeah, that like, Jose. I think our our constants right now are Miles Straw in center, Jose yeah. at third, yep. Austin Hedges behind the plate, and our yep. pitching. 
Actually, shit, yeah, you're right, which leaves a lot to... So... Well, so we have a very clear picture for first base. Yeah, it would be yeah, like yeah. Bobby and or Josh Naylor slash yeah. right field Naylor. So that's, yep. but yeah, so and we kind of pencil that in. So so right now our toss-ups are short, second, left, and right. Yeah. And here's right. what's interesting about that, right? Is I would say, wait, what did you say? Short, second, left, and right? Yep. Yeah. So here's what's interesting. So right now we have Andres Jimenez, who I claimed hardcore, and I'll own it. I did. Like, I, you know, I just hope he gets it going. And we have Ahmed, we have Owen, you know, we have Yu Chang, you know, all, all that mix. And we have Zimmer right now. And I will say, I think Zimmer is right field for right now. I just, yeah. I, I really think as long as he stays healthy, like. So I'm, right now I am being very, I'm thinking of it not as Paul. I'm thinking of it as like. Cleveland organization, right? That's why yeah. I didn't say Bradley Zimmer's our right fielder. Yeah. If, so, because if Paul's saying this, Bradley Zimmer's the right fielder all day. Mm-hmm. So here's what's interesting when we talk about that middle infield depth, right? Is like we have Owen Miller, but he's not homegrown. Like we're not stuck, yeah. stuck on him because we got him in that Padres trade. Mm-hmm. Like that's important to note. Not that good prospects don't matter, but guys... <laughs> Tyler Freeman is a top 100 MLB prospect. And unfortunately, he's out. He had some uh, like labrum surgery or something. Yeah. Uh, but he'll be ready for spring, like 100%. The dude just rips covers off the baseball. His entire like minor league career, he's just built different. Like, yeah, but he's a, he, is a so by freak. trade, he's a third baseman. And Jose's not leaving third. No matter what you do, Jose's not leaving. No, he's not. But middle infield, he'll be fine. So like Tyler Freeman, you know, we, we talked about this, Owen. We thought the same thing about Andreas Jimenez switching him to second. And yeah, look at that. You know what I mean? I think he would play shortstop for us. I just so just to be very clear, I think Tyler Freeman would be a shortstop. I think he's been playing shortstop. Him and Gabriel Arise or Arias. Mm-hmm. I think it's Arias. Excuse me. Those two are both one top one hundred prospects that are like. Like Andres Jimenez can't slip, and Owen Miller can't slip because maybe like, I'm thinking of yeah. No, Jones is a third baseman. Nah, yeah, I was like, what yeah, are you yeah, talking yeah, about? No, yeah, no, Tyler so, Freeman's a shortstop, and yeah. they've been playing Freeman at second at times too because like I think they realize like we have two shooters in the streets yeah. down at AAA right now that are top 100 prospects. So like Andres Jimenez is you know he played for the Mets. He had one decent year. He's young as hell. I don't want to give up on him, but like. I take that. I'm like, man, you can play for the Mets and like every day and you're a defensive, you know, I, there's a reason I'm high on them. Here's the thing. These people, not only do we have to just do something with them because we can't have mediocrity and like our window is kind of coming back around a little bit. It's like you got studs coming up, but so, so you are and, not going to block the thing, them. Though, right. We thought the, when Owen Miller got called up, we're like, we have a stud coming up. When Andres Jimenez got called, it was like, we have a stud coming up. So, like, it's hard to say, like, when Tyler Freeman comes up here, he's going to be the guy. Like, he's going to yeah. be a stud. It, so, it's like... I'm the first... Listen, I will admit that all day long because I'm, I think people overvalue prospects sometimes. And, like, that's why I'm so high on Ahmed and was. is like, you figure him out somewhere because a dude that hits 290 at the major league level, you fucking figure it out unless yeah. he drops every ball that's hit to him. Because those guys might not figure it out. What I would say, though, is we have four guys in the middle infield that are top prospects. You know, between Andres Jimenez. I wouldn't. Andres Jimenez isn't a prospect. But Andres Jimenez, Owen Miller, Gabriel. I think it's Arias. And Tyler Freeman. 
out of the four of those, the one that I put the most faith in is Tyler Freeman. It's not even close. Like yeah. that dude is as from everything through the years and what people say, it's as close to a like you know what you're getting as you can possibly know for a prospect who hasn't done it yet. Like way more than Owen Miller, way more than anybody like Tyler Freeman's supposed to be the real fucking deal. End of story. You know what you're going to get. And maybe he'll, and I, I, you know, who knows? You got to get up here. You got to do it in front of the lights. But then you have Gabriel Arias, who would also be our starting shortstop, who's also top 100. And it's yeah. like, we're going to start moving people out of the way because, like, we got to figure it out. Like, these are young kids, and someone's going to catch, you know, true great prospects. And hopefully they do pan out. Eventually something sticks. You know what I mean? One of these people are going to do what they're supposed to do. And bam, you just locked it up. So yeah. I say you teach Ahmed second base or left field. I think you teach him left field personally. Yeah. Because that's a less premium defensive position. Well, not only that, it's – so we've been talking about how you need, you need to go out there and get a left fielder that can hit, right? If you if you teach Ahmed left field, right? Which, let's mm-hmm. be real, left field's not difficult to learn. Yeah. Like the, the most difficult thing for an Indians player for left field is learning how to play that wall out there. Yeah. Which but, still isn't that crazy. You know yeah. what I mean? And. So, so I'm uh, with you. I think you just put Ahmed in there, and like, and then there's basically no now you question. Now you don't have to look for an outfielder. Period. Yeah. And then let's say let's say Ahmed starts. Slump, he does because Ahmed's kind of playing like out of his mind right now too, and we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah. Um. But you also got Harold that can play left field. You got Daniel Johnson that can play left. Yeah. You have depth pieces yeah. for you. You have options. Cause like, I'm sorry, but you move Mercado. We move on from Mercado at, yeah. at the end of this year. Like you trade him, you DFA him. I love the guy. I wish him all the best, but we you're not going to get, we the, have too many outfielders. You're not getting in the way of, of Harold who's proven he can hit motherfucker might not walk, but the dude bangs. <laughs> like, yeah. And he might play like he's got like two left feet and left field, but the dude can smack the ball. And the, like he plays like he has two left feet left field, but it looks like he's had two left feet his entire life, and he yeah. knows how to use them because sometimes he looks awkward, but he he's makes so plays. awkward. But he does make plays. It's just not. I mean, he's it's not average. Pretty. Like, if 50's average, he's, like, 45 to, like, 42 at times. And then sometimes he's, like, 60. And it's, like, yeah. okay. But, um, so I just think automatically you teach Ahmed left field. Like, we kind of need to start doing that now, in my opinion. Like, let's just not pretend. And then, listen, fucking Jimenez, um, Arias, and Freeman all yeah. going to be gunning for each other in spring. Like, if one of those people yeah. just plays out of their mind, like Yu Chang out-of-body experience like that person's gonna be our starting second or our starting shortstop excuse me and then i think you do a mix of whoever's left and that's your second baseman yeah it's like like you i'm writing it down right now i'm so like once i started putting a notepad next to me i fucking love it i love right yeah our pod automatically just like the quality of it super professional unbelievably professional and so like you have your corners kind of figured out. You have catchers figured out. Our pitching yeah. is our pitching. And then, like, you have Miles Straw, which how good does that feel to have that locked down? And yeah. you just know your center fielder, good. Bradley Zimmer stays healthy. You have a right fielder. You got Harold. We have developed depth and options. We're still looking for some of those everyday, like, dudes that you point to. You write them in permanent marker every day. We're still figuring that out. Hopefully, Ahmed is that in left field for us, yeah. you know? And then you got two permanent marker people in the outfield and that now now we're talking and then if bobby can keep it up and be a 350 on base guy maybe he hits 240 
but his slugging is like 600, and you you know what you're getting and from your like, first base. Let's baseman. be real. If Bobby Bradley and Josh Naylor split time at first base, I'm not upset. No, not at all. Or right field, first base, um, you know, kind of, the, well, with Naylor. You know, float that a little bit. Yeah. Like, we, we're going to have options, hopefully. Naylor can play awesome. left field, too, which is crazy. Like That's, that, that's true. Naylor can, he's like one of those guys that you could probably plug anywhere. Besides, mm-hmm. like, I... Besides short, I don't think he could play short. He doesn't really have like the. Yeah, he's kind of like. Uh, I, th- I think he could play third. I think he could manage his own at. Third. Yeah, I think it'd be a little rough, but I get what you're saying. He's got that kind of like, like you can like plug him in. Yeah, but that's the thing is like, I, listen, I loved and- Andres Jimenez, and he was the main part of that deal. But like Ahmed, dog, like we still got what we wanted out of that deal. Yeah. We got Ahmed Rosario. So, so if right you have to send have, him down to Triple I have or, Ahmed and Harold in left. Miles Straw and Bradley Zimmer are the other two. And yeah. then you can plug. You can plug. You can put. Uh, I put like Josh forward Miller. slash Naylor. I put like Zimmer forward slash Naylor yeah. for like and then depth. then J Rams playing third. And then you have Andreas Jimenez, Tyler Freeman, and Gabriel Arias, Arias. Yeah. and then. Yu Chang, and then all those people I just have in the middle because they all play short or second. This month makes this month is gonna show some stuff. Like yeah, and then you have Yu Chang and Josh Naylor, or not Yu Chang, well Yu Chang, Bobby Bradley, and Josh Naylor all at first. Yeah, because Yu Chang's made some plays at first base the past couple. Yeah, dog, couple he's series. made some plays, and then you got. And then um, behind the plate, you have Austin Hedges, Bo Naylor, and Ryan LaVarnway, mm-hmm. and Robo. Yeah, he's gone, though. I, mean, I just I don't see yeah. him coming back. And then our, our, our pitching is going to be off the charts next year. <laughs> you're going to have – yeah, we, I mean, we talked about a couple episodes. You're going to have Bieber back, Plesak, Savali. Cow fucking control. control dog. Yeah. Fucking Tristan McKenzie, Eli Morgan. Logan Allen <laughs> from the top rope. Logan Allen, like I'm at over this here point, one of, the, one of these guys are going to have to become a long relief guy. Yeah, if, if Logan Allen keeps pitching like he does, I think you make Eli Morgan a long relief guy. Yeah, because you can't have seven man rotation. <laughs> like, like, and I, like as much as we've been high on Eli Morgan, right? Yeah, I, I mean he's I still the the weakest. Yeah, he's still the weakest of that group. He's and just very that, serviceable. Just his, his stuff, I think, would be fucking killer coming out of the pen and the third, giving you three innings to the sixth. Like, yeah, he kind of has that like long reliever type stuff where you're like, oh shit, yeah, yeah, because he doesn't throw hard at all. He's yeah. just like a Josh Tomlin guy. Mm-hmm. Like he just nails. He just throws strikes all the time, and like. And has this wicked changeup, and that's yeah. it. So I like that. We or you just keep letting him season a little bit in AAA, just like a little bit. I mean, he hasn't been overpowering. He's just been super serviceable. Five innings, three earned runs, book it. Like that's just what he gives you. That's not amazing, but it keeps you in the ball game. But for- imagine this, right? Let's say Bieber comes in, gives you four innings of like killer stuff, right? Yeah. And for some reason, you take him out in the fourth or the fifth. But then you bring in Eli Morgan after that, and you get a guy like Bieber that can he could throw hard, but he also has some crazy movement stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you then you throw Eli Morgan that gives you four and takes you to the seventh or eighth. After that, who's just a fastball changeup guy? 
like going from like one going from like a Bieber to an Eli Morgan, you're gonna throw entire lineups off. Yeah. I'm with you. I, I don't really know what to do there. It's just because I yeah, I don't a, know. A it's six a six man really rotation is a stretch. Have. Yeah, a six like, like a six man rotation is doable, but it's still a stretch, right? A seven yeah. man rotation is uh, oh, it's, it's not just, a thing. Not, yeah, no. Yeah. So here's the thing though. Logan Allen has had two good starts, and we'll yeah. talk about this a little bit, is like it ain't done yet. No. So I the the very much cynic in me is like let's chill a little bit still but these are good problems to have and he's going to get an unfair advantage at the number five or six because well he's not going to start over Quantrill or McKenzie or I'll literally pick a new team like that's not going to happen they way more proven and the stuff's better but like that six man that floater right for him is because he's a lefty and we literally don't have any lefties and that would be so he automatically has like a leg up and so like I think a lot of people put too much emphasis on like the rotation right like obviously your one guy is your true ace that's mm-hmm. set and very few people have one we do yeah like beaver like, is a true baseball yeah. wide ace <laughs> but the thing is right two through five right i don't think your two guys your second best pitcher your thirds your three right in my opinion you kind of you you look at what kind of stuff they have and you're like, okay, well, like Bieber and Plesak, right? Like they're they're two different pitchers. They have two mm-hmm. different types of stuff, right? So going one day from like seeing Bieber and then the next day you see Plesak, right? Mm-hmm. They're not like polar opposites, but they, their stuff acts differently. Mm-hmm. So you kind of work it that way. It's not like Plesak's not our second best pitcher. Like stuff like that, right? I don't yeah. think like – that's how it goes. So if we put Logan Allen at like the three spot to kind of split up the rotation to like put him in the middle at, mm-hmm. to have our only lefty be in the middle, I don't think we're saying he's a third best pitcher. I just think it's okay by the time yeah. a team's seen us twice, now we're going to throw in our lefty. Yeah, that's fair. You could do that too. But I mean, at the end of the day, we'll have five or six and you get a bunch of off days in April usually and with the rainouts and and injuries and Tristan McKenzie's still young and has a history of injuries. God forbid, you know, Cal Quantrill, this is the biggest, funny, the biggest load that he's had though, but (laughs) like innings. So they're going to want to, I know, they're going to want to like chill him a little bit. So I can see them trying to chop those innings a little bit, you know, uh, over the full 2022 campaign outside of injuries. Like if everybody that's where, and that's where I think having like Eli Morgan as a long relief guy would be huge. Yeah. Because the dude's proof, he has starter stuff and we've seen it. Well, we have like Trevor Steffen and Garza and uh, what's his name? Sandlin. that all do two or three innings at a time. Like you could also play with the, not opener, but that kind of like, long bullpen thing where you know Morgan's going to give you three to four innings and then bring in Stefan and Garza and there's nine. You know what I mean? And you use three guys without touching your Karinchek, Klasse. You know, I think we'll replace Sean. I think that's one of just, you know, we're kind of going on and on. But, like, to me, the biggest thing is go buy the next Shaw. Like the true 28 guy. Yeah, that 28 to 30-year-old somebody that you're going to pay a little bit of money, like five mil, like you're going to pay for them, but you're going to get what you pay for. Or or, like you go get someone like 2016 Andrew Miller. Yeah. Like, so get a guy like that. 
I don't know that they'll go that high leverage, but just somebody you know you're giving the ball and there it is. And you because you've got to lock down that seventh and you have so much young talent around you too. That's wonderful, but um, you, that's that's going to be a good piece uh, for us to get. So, but yeah, I mean the future is crazy bright, and we did we we kind of mentioned it and just like to to kind of wrap it up, but we didn't even talk about Nolan Jones. <laughs> like that motherfucker is still did, out there, like. That's why it's that's why it's like these people that are getting a third of a season of at bats, forty percent of an like two hundred at bats, like you can't act up or you ain't gonna be here next year because we just well, well, we can't we gotta like, just keep moving. Nolan Jones is in a shitty spot, right? Yeah, he's a third baseman, nothing else. Yeah, yeah, they're trying to teach him right field, right? So like he's not a utility guy. He he's not like these other kids that can play multiple spots, right? He's a third baseman. They're trying to teach him right field, but like, but he's also playing under one of the best third basements in the MLB. Yeah. No, he's hard blocked for sure. Yeah. It's like the Cardinals triple A third baseman. You're not coming up and replacing Arenado. Yeah. It's basically the worst, the worst, uh, place to be in right now so i'm with you but here's the thing they're they're basically they know that they know that about him they're trying to teach him right field and he would come up at right field so future's bright man and that's where it's like you don't want to give up on guys but there's just so many in front of you that you're like we got to just keep the line moving and something's gonna catch you're gonna catch lightning in a bottle and that's your next jose's not super young so maybe you do bring him up here as like a once every three or four day third baseman, yeah, and give Jose more time off because he's been getting hurt more and more over the past couple of years. Yeah, I mean, I don't even think he's been on the IL this year though. Not once. He's played like a hundred and God knows. How I many thought games we put him on the ten day, like right be right after the All Star break. I'm pretty sure we didn't at all. I don't think he's been on at all. They were giving him like they were letting him DH and rotating through, but he's never been on the IL this year. I don't believe. So he's he's pretty serviceable. Here's the thing. They've said they don't want Nolan Jones to do that. They've just come out, I believe, at some point and said, like, we're not going to do that with Nolan. We know what we're pushing our chips in on him needs to be every day at bats or don't bring him up. And okay. I think that's why we haven't seen him yet. And But we know that we got Jose, too, that we're not trying to, like, so run if off if the you're So te- if you're going to teach him right field, you're going you're gonna to put – you're going to take at bats away from Bradley Zimmer? If Nolan Jones hits like he's supposed to, yeah, you would. Again, but he hasn't done it yet, so yeah. we're talking about hypothet. We're talking about mm-hmm. a prospect, so that's where See, it's that's, like. That's why I don't understand unless they're planning on trading Bradley Zimmer somewhere for for something. Like I don't. I think you you put Ahmed in left or second base, one of the two, you know. But if Nolan Jones, and that's why we haven't seen him do it yet, so that's where it's like. Because mm-hmm. you don't really want to let Zimmer go either, because then you could put him in left field and put what's his name in right, put Nolan Jones there, and then Ahmed at second, and then now shortstop becomes a bloodbath, and you got five people trying to go for your shortstop. We have these are good problems, but that's where it's yeah. like we got to start seeing as much talent as possible and what we want to take a chance on because we got to just kind of move. It's kind of like shit or get off the pot kind of thing. Like that's what it is with some of these guys. Like we just got to do something because. Too many people are knocking on the same door. And it's a good problem to have. Somebody will stick. Somebody will just come up and just take the spot and never mm-hmm. let go. Somebody's going to do that. Somebody has yeah. to. Somebody's going to be that good. Um, I know we're not really accustomed to that in 
Cleveland, unfortunately, because that shit never seems to happen. But I feel like the odd you got so many people that are so highly touted. Somebody's going to just stick. And and here's the thing. Let's say they all come up here and they all perform, right? Now you just got trade bait. Yep, exactly. And you just pick the best one and, you know, the ones that are probably homegrown. Ultimately, you know, just like final thing. Ultimately, I don't believe that Owen Miller um, is a part of this organization's future. I just, it's just a gut feeling. He might pop off to somebody else. It has nothing to do with his performance. It's just my gut feeling. I just don't think that Owen Miller will ultimately be with us two to three years from now. I just, I don't think he's going to be that guy. Could be completely wrong. And I could be eating these words. And again, it's not that I think he's going to fail. I just think somebody else is going to push him out. Mm -hmm. And our homegrown, much highly touted stuff that wasn't just a trade piece from San Diego, you know what I mean, is going to take the over. The whale's gonna vagina, win. yes. The what? The whale's vagina. What about it? You've never what? You've never seen Anchorman? Ah, San Diego. Oh, I have. I'm just not as obsessed the with The whale's it. vagina. Oh, the whale's vagina, <laughs> yeah. And I just think that, I mean, Tyler Freeman has been a guy now for like a couple of years that, you know, you're looking at him and like waiting and he's almost ready. He basically is. He just got hurt. Um, so good problems to have. Lots. And, I mean, you kind of want to go buy a bat or two and just. Yeah. Everyone, get rid of- go ahead and write down now episode 33. Alex says Owen Miller is not going to be part of our future. That way in episode, what, 147, yeah. whatever we're at. When we're like, <laughs> this Owen Miller kid. <laughs> Everyone can just go in the comments and be like, oh, oh you know who else we what? just forgot? Ernie fucking Clement. Oh, my True. God. Holy crap, dude. That's what I'm saying. Like, we just got to start Clement might be, and Ernie Clement might be your everyday second baseman. That's what I'm I was, saying. I was That's thinking where... about this, and it took me watching the Royals series to realize it, right? Ernie mm-hmm. Clement is like a great value with Merrifield. 100%. He kind of looks like him, too. Yep. <laughs> It took me watching this Royal series. I was like, this is Ernie Clements, a great value with Merrifield. Not as fast as Whit Merrifield. Can't hit as well as Whit hit Whit Merrifield. But like pretty much like the same they're cut from the same cloth. Yeah. So since this is a very important thing, right? But so here's the thing. I'll ask you. You get to keep one right now. Owen Miller or Ernie Clement. Ernie Clement. You got to Exactly. Okay. Now we then you move down the line, and we haven't seen Tyler Freeman or Gabriel Arias, so yep. we we don't even know that. But those are two heavy now, fucking now, hitters. Now they're okay, like Bobby so Bradley's line, coming right? up. So you got we already ruled out Owen Miller. So you got Ernie Clement, Ernie Clement or Yu Chang. Oh, that's way too hard. Ugh. I need to see the end of this month of Yu Chang to see if I buy in. But honestly. It's so tough because Yu Chang is literally playing like Barry Bonds right now for some well, reason. I'll, I won't even throw Yu Chang into this because he's such a utility guy. He's more of a utility guy than Ernie Clement. He is like super bench guy potentially super to play literally guy, the right? entire so, infield. So I won't even throw Yu Chang into this because at the end of the day, I don't think he's going to compete with these guys for a spot at shortstop. Yeah, I think that or he, second. I don't think he. I don't think he's competing with any of them for. I think he's just going to stay our bench utility guy that we throw in when someone needs a day off. Yep. Um, all right. So then you got Ernie Clement or Andreas Jimenez. I know, right? Um, 
I don't know. And that's what's so tough. I, I almost lean Ernie. There's just something about that kid okay. that I think there's, I just think there's something there. Like I just, there's just something there. Yeah. Okay. So Ernie, Ernie Clement or Gabriel Rise. I, I don't know yet. You know what I mean? That's yeah. where we got to figure this stuff out. But we just got rid of two people. That And that's where it's like Owen Miller. I just don't. I think he's just going to miss musical chairs. There's not going to be a seat for him. And like. And we haven't like, even talked about one, off-season acquisitions. I'm going to be 100% like we honest with you. Uh, behind the plate is going to. If Robo comes back, right? Behind the plate is going to be a bloodbath too. We have some prospects at catcher. True. So, I think our depth is a little weak right now, just with Robo hurt, and Robo will move on. And then, so you have Hedges, who's awesome, and Naylor's just not ready yet. So I wouldn't hate if we went, and if Ramos never plays again, right? We almost need to go buy like a triple, quadruple A kind of catcher. If well, that's Robo what LeVarnway is. LeVarnway's like... Yeah, but even one more, because we yeah. don't... Like we almost called it, and we'll talk about well, this here. Here's in a the second. thing: catchers get beat up all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like you need depth. You need Remember like when one Carlos more. Carlos Santana was our catcher. Yeah, I know. Those were wild times, man. We just have so many options; it's like overwhelming. Yeah. And that's where it's like, how do you? You don't want to cut the cord too soon, but like, gotta go. Like we gotta, we gotta get something to stick and and like lean into it. And if somebody shows us something that you're like, yeah, I'm leaning into that. I'm gonna like run with that feeling and and give them those at bats because we're trying to spread six guys worth of at bats. You can't do that, yeah. you know, for two positions that are premium, pretty premium positions. Shortstop, yeah. literally the captain of the infield, like. That is the most premium, one of the most premium. De- I mean, that in center field are the most premium defensive positions. So, like, that's the one that I really think this spring is just going to be like, holy shit. You're going to watch people just claw. Yeah. Like, who can just play out of their mind and earn it? And then it's also going to come down to inside the clubhouse, too, because if a guy's outperforming, but he's a dickhead in the clubhouse about this whole thing, like, there's so much that goes into it. Like, you don't want someone that, you don't want someone like that a part of your club. Yeah, and those are the things that we're not privy to, you yeah. know, but they'll figure themselves out. And, exactly. And, and so, we'll, like, Gabriel Rice comes out here, and if he's the best acting one, but he kind of acts like a douchebag, yeah. like, about the whole thing inside the clubhouse, you're going to see him get sent back down. Yeah. It's just... Especially when you have, like, a plethora of guys competing for it that you know can compete. It's going to come down to stuff like that. Yeah. So we'll see. And these are really good problems to have, but man, that's why you hope in September that somebody just keeps showing you or people mm-hmm. start getting consistency like Chang that you'd want to keep them on the bench for next year or And we're for, uh, we're forgetting you Chang's our backup backup catcher too. True. That like fourth string. <laughs> yeah. In case like every catcher gets hurt in one game. Yeah. So and we're also just saying this because he's having an out-of-body experience. Otherwise, I would just be honest. I'd just tell you, if he doesn't have the last 15 games that he's having, or last 30, then I've already chopped them off. Like, I've already just, hey, that's one less person. Let let Owen and Ernie, you know, you know, you, you give one of those people, and you send Andres back down, and then see Freeman. Yeah, but I think, I think you Chang's kind of forcing his hand for oh, he is. Miller and, down. And I love that for him. You know what I mean? It's just he's just playing out of his freaking mind. So that that muddies the that gives us another yeah. headache. But it's a good problem to have right now. It's just another thing. 
So all right, so we went from having no hot topic to spend thirty five minutes on one. I know. <laughs> it's just it's going to be a sweaty off season, yeah. and this last month, man, I I don't even know. So all right, so game one, um, <laughs> Plesak versus Jacob Junis. Um, and prior to this game, this is funny. The Indians called up catcher Jean Paul Gonzalez from High A Lake County. High A ball. Yep. Okay. Because Ryan, because Wilson Ramos got placed on the IL, and Ryan Lavarnway and Gavin Collins, our two AAA catchers, were in COVID protocol in AAA. I just said AAA. I'm sorry. Excuse me. Yeah. They're our AAA catchers. So we had to go all the way to our freaking high A ball to to call somebody up. That's what we talk about with like depth issues. Like, well, uh, and the thing is, they didn't want to bring Bo Naylor up because they don't want to. They they want him to like be just a true farm system guy for right now. Yep. So they yep. They, they didn't go to double A. So then that that takes you to high A, right? Yep. And with them both being on COVID protocol, there's literally nothing else you could do. They could have brought Bo Naylor up there, but that, then that's you're yeah, wa- you're wasting you're on. wasting a transaction on him. Yep, exactly. You don't want to you don't want to use his options now or yeah. start his clock. So the Indians come in; they're looking to stay in the win column after losing two out of three in gut re- gut wrenching fashion to the Red Sox over the weekend. But they did take the series finale, so we're in the dub column. Let's stay there. Uh, we head to Kansas City on uh, Tuesday after the off day on Monday. Great barbecue um, in Kansas City. Great yeah, barbecue. Wow. For three games against a team that we have absolutely dominated all year. Um, in fact, they've won eight in a row against the Royals coming into Tuesday night's game. And they made it nine in a row because we're built different and we take the series opener. Let's go, baby. Um, Cleveland, seven runs on 11 hits and no errors. Kansas City, two runs on five hits and no errors. Yeah. Quick scoring highlights. Our entire This entire game was Ahmed Rosario against the Kansas City Royals. Yeah, that's that's all it was. That's so, pretty, but to sum up the game right now, Ahmed, Ahmed Rosario dicks the Kansas City Royals. Yep. <laughs> so top of the first, Ahmed Rosario hits an inside-the-park home run. Okay. Standing. That's his ninth homer of the year, and the Indians take an early one-nothing yeah. lead. <laughs> it, it, it's just one of the... Honestly, it was like a, it was a double off the wall. But the guy tried to make it into a play, ran into the wall, fell down. The ball and it kicked away. And yeah. I mean, Ahmed is fast. And so he, like, I mean, it, if he were to play the carom, it's a double, right? Mm-hmm. Since he tried to make the play on it, that's why it turned into it. But that's risk it's versus reward, baby. Like absolutely slaps. Yep. So we take an early one nothing lead. Top of the fifth, Ahmed Rosario, two-run single, extends the Tribe's lead 3-0. Top of the seventh, Ahmed Rosario, two-run bomb, his 10th of the year and his second of the game. This one was traditional. He hit it over the fence, and the Indians blow it open 5-0. Top of the eighth, Bobby Bradley is so hot. Oh, mm. two-run bomb, his 12th of the year. And the Indians extend their lead seven nothing. He's hit twelve. Like I had to like look at that twice. He's hit twelve. Yeah, there Damn. was a while where he was hitting one like every other game. That is just crazy when you think about how like he's only been up for half the year. Yeah, and, and that's hurt. what I'm saying. It's like just... he's, I think he's your everyday first baseman. Kind of like what I was. Talking oh, I about. do too. I do too. He's just got to stay healthy yeah. and just 
stay in a middle ground, right? Mm-hmm. We don't need him to be off the charts. I mean, it's great, but he also your lows can't get too low. Yep. Um, so now we're you know we're just playing with our dinner. They're up seven nothing. Bottom of the ninth though, Carlos Santana hits an RBI single that gets the Royals on the board, but they still him. trail it seven I miss to him one. So much. I know he's a good guy, but still the bottom of the ninth. Andrew Benatendi hits an RBI double. Um, the Royals now trail at seven to two, but that's how it stays. You know, there was never any doubt. The tribe dominates in game one, wins their ninth in a row against the Royals and our second game in a row. So we're one yep. away from a win one streak. Away from the win streak, baby. Let's go, baby. Uh, and nothing super crazy happened in this one besides the inside the park home run. But uh, Bradley Zimmer makes a fantastic running catch in right field going going towards his right. Uh, just like a he had to like kind of does like a little ballerina leap for it. And like yeah. just stretches out and gets it. Um, but other than that, like like I said at the top of the episode, like it, all these games are pretty much like bread and butter. Like nothing super crazy happened other than like very good baseball. And that's all that matters. Yeah. It's just Ahmed Rosario dicks the Kansas City Royals. Yeah. A podcast. It's my favorite so- bedtime story as a kid. Yeah, I, <laughs> I mean, so here's you want to talk about everything, right? So, please, act seven innings of two hit, no walk, no run ball with seven strikeouts for the dub. Seven innings of two hit, no walk, no run ball. Holy hell. Like, just domination. Yep. I mean, that is like the definition of domination. Seven innings, two hits, period. Seven Holy strikeouts. It's seven strikeouts. Holy crap. Um, you know, just. <laughs> what else do you say about that, right? But I guess just like I hope this gives him some good vibes, like mentally to relax and keep going and just be consistent and be that guy yeah. again. Be- but I mean, what? Holy hell! Um, the bullpen only needs to give you two innings, and uh, Wickren gives you a scoreless eighth, and you know on one hit. And for the ninth, you know we're up seven nothing at that point. Alex Young comes in. Um, he struggles. He gives up two earned runs on two hits and a walk. He does finish the inning. I just think this is a kid that just shouldn't be up here yet. Yeah. You know, he's just really been struggling. Um, I, it it was a blowout, so whatever. But it's just you know he's got a six 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 ERA. Ooh, spooky. Um, but like this has kind of been the everyday for when he kind of yeah. comes out. You know what I mean? And a team that's already defeated in the ninth, losing seven nothing, and you still. You know, give up two hits, two earned runs, and that walk is kind of like not great optics, but whatever. You know, we're still winning. Yeah, I, and uh, like I'm gonna be real with you, he gave up a hit to Carlos Santana, and I want to say he gave up a hit to Salvi. Was RBI double to Ben Attendee? What? Oh, okay, Ben Attendee. I, I think, think he, he might have walked, walked Salvi. Perez, he walked Salvi. Right? Yep. Which, uh, you gave up a hit to two. Oh no, he hit. He hit. Uh, he hit Salvi. It was oh, a hit he by hit pitch. Salvi. Yep, it was Ooh. a hit by pitch. So, yeah, he gave up two hits, walked, and a hit by pitch. Okay. So, he had four base runners. <laughs> not good. Yeah. Like, not good. But talk to me about the offense, though. Uh, yeah. Which is nine, pretty much just Nine strikeouts vomit. to two walks, um, which not not great, but not terrible. Um, and we only left six runners on base, base which is fantastic. Uh, 11 hits in this one. Three of them were extra base hits. Uh and all three of those extra base hits were from Ahmed Rizar, or no, two of them were from Ahmed and uh, Bradley. Bobby Bradley had Zimmer. the home yeah. run, or Bobby yep. Bradley had the home run. Um, and we went a hundred with runners in scoring position. We only had one runner in, in scoring position, or, or a thousand. Bad at a thousand. Yeah, a thousand. Sorry. 
my brain's all fried. Um, and yeah. like we talked about, this was Ahmed Rosario first, the Kansas City Royals. Went five for five with three singles, two home runs, and five RBIs. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus Christ. I know. He just torched them. Yeah. And one of them was like an infield single, just like a little dribbler down the third base line and just beat it out because he's so fast. Well, they had they had a <laughs> shift on him, I believe, and he just kind of like pushed it. I, it didn't get line. through. I think he just beat it. But I did. I, I was listening. I didn't watch yeah. it, so I could have been wrong. But And then just Bobby Bradley, those days. fucking hot boy. Here's the thing, right? When Bobby Bradley is cold, he's cold. When yeah, he is hot, he is fucking hot. Yeah, like, I mean, he's a dog. And he does it just like... He puts like a little extra spice on everything. Like, it's hard to like... Everything he does just like has a little bit extra flair on it. Yep. It's all that chest, man. I think yeah, it's, just, it's just... I think it's just the chest hanging out. He's so hot. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Uh, Owen Miller goes two for four, and Miles Straw goes two for five. Jose and Framel combined to go 0 for 9 with five strikeouts. Which, unfortunately, is going to be a narrative yep. of this episode. And so. as much as that sucks, you love to see them get a win without their two shooters really yep. doing anything. Which is just amazing. Yeah. So, elite starting pitching... Ahmed Rosario just dropping dick off. Yeah, Bobby Bradley. That's that's the whole game. Basically, that's all you really need to know if yep. you didn't get to watch it. Um, there is a stat. The most four-hit games in a single Indian season since 1961. Uh, Ahmed has five of them now, and Jose had five back in 2017. There's a couple. There's five other people. Uh, sorry, six, including Ahmed, that have had a five five four hit games for the Indians in the last, what is that? 50 years. Yep. As uh, Drew Balls is in there. Yeah. Carlos Baerga, Ch- Chico or Salmon, Jimmy. Salmon, Pier- Salmon. I don't know. Some bums. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Like, but I just wanted uh, to Joe- really say as Drew Balls. Yeah. They're <laughs> ass rubble. Uh, Joe Carter <laughs> leads the Indians during that 50 year stretch with six. I mean, I don't know. I got to think Ahmed probably ties that. That was in 1986 that that happened. But, um, yeah, way to go, Ahmed. And then also, Ahmed in August, okay? 372 average, 42 hits, 20 RBIs, and a 981 OPS in the month of August. This is how we finished it off, yeah. in case anybody was wondering. I think I saw something somewhere where he, he was he was either nominated or won Offensive Player of the Year for the AL. Or of the month. Of the month, yeah, sorry. Yeah. I thought I might have seen something, and then it didn't come back around, so I'm yeah. not sure. Maybe people were just talking about it. But, I mean, with stats like that, 372, 42 hits, 20 RBIs, and a 981 OPS, like, it's hard to make an argument against this guy at this point. Like, Just to be clear, if you did that, there's like six months of baseball, right? If you did that for all six months, you'd have 200 and uh, seventy-two or two hundred fifty-two hits, excuse me, and one hundred and twenty RBIs. So, just to give you like a pace idea of what kind of month that is, that's yeah. not from a two-hole hitter. People really were like, "Ahmed oh, isn't part of the future. He's a trade chip." You can eat my ass raw. Like, I mean, that's I how, big... like, let's be honest, right? If he isn't part of the future, and you are using him as a trade chip, like. 
go get an outfielder, but don't. <laughs> don't, but go get some somebody you'll, you'll nuts get in the outfield. Fucking, you'll get a goddamn shooter. I know. I'm just telling people that they can eat my ass because yeah. I've done been on that Ahmed train for months. Um, and then quick thing is, so this was the last day of August um, and the Cleveland Guardians account, our Cleveland tweeted out, remember that rosters expand tomorrow. And in September, those roster limits expand to 28 on double header days. It's 29 and teams must use every one of those 28 spots but they can also carry a five-player taxi squad with them on road trips. So just a little rule, remember, of where yeah. we're all at. We were kind of talking about it last step. So game two is Wednesday night. It's going to be Logan Allen versus, uh, I believe his name is Caleb Cower, K-O-W-A-R, Cower. Um, and before this, two quick things. Cleveland Indians tweeted out, uh, and it's funny, they said, in a season full of them, here's some more roster moves. So we activated... <laughs> We activated Harold from the 10-day IL and Tristan uh, McKenzie from the 10-day yep. IL. So that filled up. There's that got us two from 20... spots, and James Karinczyk yep. did not get called up. No, he did not. So we will uh, we'll see. Maybe they'll keep him down there to keep season. And I haven't heard anything about him down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just a little synopsis on the stats during this Indians nine-game just butt-fucking of the Kansas City Royals. So up to this point, um, while I was watching the game and took this picture um, that Bali Sports or whatever that they put on the Tribes uh, TV cast or whatever, or broadcast. So during this during the season series, there's been 10 games. We've won the last nine straight after losing the series, like the whole season opener, I think, to the Royals. So we have nine wins. They have won. During this time, we've scored 58 runs. They've scored 31. From the sixth inning on, the Tribe has scored 41 runs from the sixth inning on, okay? With Kansas City only scoring 13 in 10 games. Story of two bullpens, baby. Yeah, you want to talk about being built different. Our starter ERAs are actually closer than you would think. 287 to 386. Kind of impressive on their part. This is where things split. Our bullpen, 245. There's 9.55. <laughs> Holy crap. So anyway, that's that's how we got to where we're at. It's like one of those TV shows. You might be wondering how we got into this position. That's how. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Indians come in feeling pretty damn good, as they should, on Wednesday. Won two in a row. They won... Uh, they have two more against the Royals that they just have majority ownership in, so they're feeling good. We send Logan Allen to the mound for game two, trying to make it 10 in a row, and it kind of feels like a monumental start for him, at least from the couch, because he had an out-of-body experience, which is going to be the catchphrase of this episode. Uh, He had that out-of-body experience against the Red Sox on Friday night where everybody was like, excuse me? Logan Allen's back, baby. Yeah. Uh, well, he never really was there. It's yeah. just that he's arrived or done something and just blew our minds. But, you know, so it felt huge to see, can he repeat it? He struggled a little bit early, but he does the damn thing again. And the Tribe takes game two in 11 innings. This one was wild. Cleveland, five runs on eight hits and two errors. So we deserved to lose, but we didn't. Kansas City, three runs on six hits and one error. Uh, quick scoring highlights, bottom of the first, Michael A. Taylor, sack fly, gets the Royals on the board to take a 1-0 lead. Bottom of the second, the Royals execute a double steal of second and third. Um, Austin Hedges throws to third on this, but just yeets it to the outfield. And that allows Mondesi to keep running right past third and cross home plate to give the Royals a 2-0 lead. 
Bottom of the fourth, Adalberto Mondesi, solo shot. That's his fifth of the year. Uh, the Royals extend their lead again, now 3-0. Top of the fifth, though, we get to bat, baby. Andres Jimenez plates two runners on what was originally scored, a two-run double to deep center field. But they end up ruling it. I just caught this today, a catching error on Royal center fielder Michael A. Taylor. Regardless, we'll talk about this in a minute. Yeah. Um, the Indians now trail at 3-2, to two, so we're in this game regardless of the scoring decision. Top of the seventh, you fucking Chang. Pinch hit solo shot, baby. His seventh of the year. Tribe ties it up at three apiece. Chang gang, bang, bang. Bang, Let's bang, go. baby. Let's go. Top of the 11th, Austin Hedges. Little jam job. Make a little peanut butter and jelly. Little, little jam job. Little, little blooper. Yeah, a little bloop job, okay? RBI single off the, like, Bottom part of the bat, and I swear he does this all the time when he gets RBI singles. I hey, can think of right like five times at the right time in the right, right place. tool. Yep, exactly. That's I ain't judging him. Need. It's just, just funny. He gets these little bloopers all the time. I feel like that's all you RBI. Need. Yeah, ain't, I'm not complaining or yeah. saying he's lucky. It's just funny. That's just how it works for him. So RBI single gives the tribe a four nothing lead in extras. We're not done though because you motherfucking Chang gets the bat, boys, in the top of the eleventh. Okay. RBI double because why not? Tribe now leads it five to three, and it stays that way as we win our third in a row in our tenth in a row against you the Chang Royals. You just wanted everyone to be like, no, he wanted to show everyone like, oh no, like I, I know I'm playing out of my fucking mind right now, but it's 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 legit. Like I, I'm not just I'm not just one and done out here, man. Yeah, you want you I want mean, me this? To get, this dude was halfway to the cycle and he played what? Four innings. He pinch hit for Jimenez. Yeah, four innings, I think. <laughs> like he got three at bats and made it halfway to the cycle. Like, okay. <laughs> you chain, like, okay. <laughs> and I took that personally. Yeah, no, and it became personal. Um, I mean, a couple couple highlights of this one. I will say, I, I forgot to write this. I meant to. Uh the Indians got picked off twice in this game. Yep. Straw so, and Mercado. Yep. Mercados was Mercados was oh. bad. You should have traded him right then and there, even though yeah. you're not allowed to Strahl, trade people. Straws kind of got like he just got like a shit into the stick. Their first mm-hmm. baseman blocked the bag with his foot, so like it, it, you just got like shit luck on that one. But Mercado's yeah. was, and like I, I get that Harold's not that fast, right? I don't see why you pinch run for Harold Ramirez there. Yeah, I don't like. Know. Or you mean Mercado? Eh, I mean he's he's he's. Faster? Are you talking about Mercado? Like how we pinch ran yeah. for Harold? Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. I, I don't really understand either. I don't. I didn't watch. I turned on the game just when that like happened. They were reviewing that challenge, so okay. I didn't really watch what led up to it. But yeah, that doesn't really make a ton of sense. I mean, Mercado is faster than Harold. Yeah, but, but it is all, what it already, is. I think they were already up at no Austin Hedges. No, they were already up at that point, I believe. So I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't get it. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Um, mm-hmm. But then also, um, Bobby Bradley in the top of the third, right? So a, a ball gets it gets hit to Ahmed. Ahmed makes like – he like short hops the throw to first. Bobby Bradley – And then Bobby Bradley freaks it. Yeah. Yeah. This dude does a full split and like, just I'm picks talking this split, ball. Split, no, this dude's like, nutsack was on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, like this dude's tank it. was like, touching the ground. This dude was like, and this is the type of stuff I'm saying. Like Bobby Bradley's a, a good defensive first baseman. It's plays like this where I'm like, yeah, 
the dude can play first. Yeah, no, he freaked it. Like, yeah. that's the only way to put it. Then I freaked it. Like, he literally split it, and I was like, mm. Ooh, wow. <laughs> I know. Taylor was watching it on the couch with me, and I covered her eyes. I'm like, hey, hey, <laughs> hey, 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 Bobby. Hey, hey, hey that's my wife. <laughs> you son of a bitch. No, but other than that, again, nothing super crazy happened in this one. Just fundamental baseball. Yep, that's how it goes. Um, so, Logan Allen, six and two-thirds, two-run ball on five hits and two walks. There were three runs, only two of them were earned. But again, six and two-thirds, five hits, two walks, three runs, two of them earned, three strikeouts. And if you would have asked me two weeks ago if Logan Allen were to give me six and two-thirds of five-hit ball, I would have been ecstatic. Yeah. And that's what it is. He, I mean, it was a great outing all around. It was super serviceable. You get almost seven innings. It, I wish one more out, right? There's just something about, like, let's not forget six and two-thirds. They're, they're getting you almost through the seventh inning. Yeah. Like, that's that's a lot. But, I mean, two earned runs, you know, three of them. Uh, you know, there was an error there with uh, Hedges' throw. But, I mean, way to come back after shocking everybody on Friday and show you're not a fluke. I mean, it's not proven, proven yet, but you did it again. Yeah. He got into some trouble in the first which kind of made us all sweat at the beginning of the game. I was watching. I was like, hey. Um, it felt like April or May, kind of Logan Allen. But he worked out of us, and he put us in a good position to win. Um, and I want to see him one more time you know, before this I is kinda like in. It's like when you're playing like horse as a kid, right? And like you make the last shot, and you're like, okay, well, now you have to prove it. Or else it yeah. doesn't count. That's what just happened. Yeah. Everyone was like, "He's there's no way he does this again. He's like, huh? Bitch, what? Yeah. Yeah, and it gives you Excuse six and two thirds of two hit or five hit ball. I know. I mean, I want to see him do it one more time before I truly buy in, just because like the Royals are such it's, a poor yeah. offensive team. But this is the good mental juju. We know we got the stuff. He can run it up there, and he's a is nasty he gonna be, lefty. Is he going to be starting against Boston? No, he's not. No. It would. It'll be the next series. Okay. So yeah, I think, um, so the, I think he's gonna he's gonna open up this series against Boston, right? Or again, the at right after Boston, yeah, yeah, which is what the Twins or I think so. I'll look it up right the, now. Okay, gotcha. If you just start, so the bullpen in theory is only supposed to have to give you two and a third innings. However, we go to the eleventh inning, so they give us we're asked to give four and a third innings. Okay, and they do four and a third innings of one hit, two walk, no run ball with six strikeouts, folks. This is how you win ball games. Period. Like holy crap. Brian Shaw gets the final out of the seventh and then gives you a scoreless eighth as well. Uh, so he totals an inning and a third on one walk and two strikeouts. Classe comes in for the ninth, gives up one hit and strikes out one. Parker gives you a scoreless tenth inning. He walks one and strikes out one. And then Stefan comes in, gets his first save opportunity of his career, or at least with us, right? So I think just his career in the bottom of the 11th, rises to the occasion, perfect inning, two strikeouts. What a guy. Yep. Like, that's... So you literally go 11 innings of sick... Of 11 innings of two earned run ball with six hits, four runs, and nine strikeouts. That's how you win baseball games. Yep. Like, that, you are always going to be in a chance uh, position to win, even when your offense kind of shits the bed... Excuse me, shits the bed big time, which... Transition. <laughs> yeah. And I do want, before I start, uh, we do play Minnesota after Boston. Okay. I thought so. Yep. I'm just, uh, the I'm offense, 11 strikeouts, the seven walks in this one. And seeing that we had, what, two, th- three extra innings in this one? 
Mm-hmm. It gets to the 12th, right? I love that. I mean, 11 strikeouts is... Well, like, eh, let's think like, about it. You, seven had, you, had, walks, you like... had nine extra outs. Yep. So you had, what, 36 outs in this one? Or six extra outs. And it, I th- it goes the 11th. For some reason, yeah. I thought it was the 12th, right? So you have six no, extra you're good. outs. Yeah, so you're that's, good. that's... But I mean, just that ratio is good. Ratio. So, and 33 outs, you struck out a third of the time, which isn't, like... It's not yeah. great, but it's not terrible. But you walk seven times, which is fantastic. Yeah. So just I'll, better. Just I'll, get on yeah, base. I'll take that. I'll take seven walks to 11 strikeouts all day. But we left 22 fucking runners on base in this one. So yep. we went from leaving, what, nine last game? Uh, six, right? Six. Was it six or nine? Hold on. I might be just uh, Maybe it was nine. I'm almost there. No, it's six. Okay, six. Yep. Yeah. Whew. Six which is too down good. Nine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Drake. Certified lover boy trash. I haven't listened to it yet. It's it's I really did listen boring. To Donda, and I didn't like Donda either. Ooh, okay. Well, yeah, that's all right. Everybody's wrong sometimes, but no. Cert- the best review I heard of Certified Lover Boy was the whole album feels like when you're sitting in your doctor's office waiting to be called, and then like everybody but you gets called, and you're like, when am I going to get called? And when you do listen to it, you're going to laugh so hard out of nowhere when you think of that analogy, because I promise that nails it. Yeah. So it's like, when's when's it going to happen? It's like the little meme of like SpongeBob with the stick, like do something. Yeah. It's like poking, so do something. So anyway, but that's neither here nor yeah. there. So 22 runs um, on base after, giving a, after just having six the night before. Um, we had eight hits in this one. Three of them were for extra base hits. And Yu Chang had two of those extra base hits and three at bats. So yeah, built built different. Yeah, uh, we went. Two, <laughs> we went first ballot, no doubt. Yeah, first first ballot <laughs> unanimous. Yeah, uh, we went two for fifteen with runners in scoring position. Uh, which, let's be honest, we kind of deserve to lose. We we deserve to lose this game, but two errors, two for fifteen with yeah. runners in scoring position. You yeah, but Yu Chang and the bullpen carried us in this one. That's yeah, they're like. No. No. No, we're not losing the fucking Royals. Yeah. Uh, like, you ch- we, we've talked about this, right? Yu Chang, pinch hit, solo shot. Then turns around two at-bats later, double. This dude had three at-bats and halfway to the cycle. Yep. Both of them. One was a game-tying solo and the shot. Other one and the other one was an insurance, insurance run, run, RBI double. Yep, in extras. So it's not even funny anymore. It's just like and then, trying not to be let down when he comes back down to earth. But yeah. like, holy Jose crap. and Franmil go over seven, but they they walk three times and strike out three times. So it's not as bad as the first game, but still kind of trash. They're now zero for like sixteen combined. Yeah, zero for sixteen with three walks and what <sighs> ten strikeouts? Um, you would have to look at that. But, I am. Yeah. So while you're doing that, at this point, it is no, it is eight strikeouts. Ooh, that is not good. Yeah. So another thing here, because we talked about a manual class A, and it's funny. I talked, we talked about the last pod. I dug up all those stats. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back, but I am a little bit. And then like everybody caught on at once. It felt like like all over Twitter, everyone's like, "Did you see how long he's gone scoreless?" And I was like, "I done been there." Yeah, but we kind of have a podcast about it. Yeah, so like, kind of wish people would have cited me uh, or cited us. So, Tribe Insider after this game, right, where Class A had pitched, 
Uh, Emmanuel Claus, a scoreless streak is up to 20 and a third innings, covering his last 20 outings since July 17th. So, so I think we got to fast forward here, right? At this point, we're going to talk about something right now. Okay. So we talked about last episode. If he gets to 20, he'd go to a 10. He'd go to a 10. Yep. Right? So, yep. little sneak preview, right? He gives up a run next game. Right? So I think he yep. goes, I think he goes 20 and two thirds. Of yeah, scoreless. something like that. So, yeah. right, like little, little, I guess, spoiler. And I'm going to fast forward to this last part of who's hot that we're – that way, since we're on the topic of it right now, right? Mm-hmm. Are you putting him on a 10 still? Because I fucking want to. No, I didn't plan on it. I was going to take him off, not because he's off, but because it's so hard to, like – track relievers you know what i mean and it's like he's on and we gave him the credit and because that's so you're saying a relief pitcher can't be on the who's hot list no he can it's just we kind of there's just so much to track with that it's not as easy and it's so ebb and flow that like we can keep them on but then they're just quicker to come off he he is on from performance. I was going to stop tracking it for right now because that insane streak is over and because there's so much other stuff to track. That's all. We could keep him on, though, but no, he is not a 10. He would not be a 10. He okay. would be... Uh, I don't know. That's what's tough about relievers. Is like, t- eight- like 9.8? But he gave up a run. That's what makes it tough. He is, gave and up that a he's, run. I know. Listen, after I, going I tell, twenty and two thirds, he gave him a run. Tell, I can tell that this is going to go sideways on me. He would never be off, and is still red hot. He is red hot, but because that streak was over, it's just really hard to keep track of reliever. So we can keep tracking him, and then like he's going to have an appearance or two, and then like it, it's just so tough with relievers if you really want to we can keep him on and i have won't argue that he is still hot it's just tough to keep a reliever on and i think carry it's them like on. a true reliever yes but i think it's a little easier with like a, an actual closer that we have that's now, fair right because yeah. he comes on in the ninth when we're up by one or two runs and i feel or like three yeah i think that's just where i think it, that makes it easier to track class a that's fair and but I would, but do you understand? Like it's just tougher to kind of like when do we kind of get like when do we take him on? When do we take him off? Uh, he's so he can one hundred percent on if you, if you if you pitch twenty and two thirds innings straight without giving up a run, you're on the list. Like it doesn't yeah. matter if you give up one run after yeah. twenty and two thirds, and you only give up one run. And who? I'm gonna fast forward a little bit. Um. So we'll we'll keep him on then at at a nine. That's that's fine. But he did not reach ten. And the thing is, is he in the da, 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 the RBI was on a ground out. So yeah, but he was struggling. I watched this whole one. I mean, he he was, but that's baseball. It yeah, people are going to give up runs. So I'm not going to argue. Like he he deserves to stay he's like, on. He's like if a you're, fucking. If he's not a ten, he's like a nine point eight five. I was just going to say nine because, like, he gave it up, and it's just so tough with relievers. Oh, you're really passionate. I'll meet you at 9.5. Okay. I just think that, like, that's that's fair. That's fine. Two thirds. 
That's fine. I'm curious to see. And and the dude was named reliever of the month for the American League. I know, which is the first time anybody's done it since April 2017 when Cody Allen did. Yeah. So. Fuck Cody I know. Allen. That's, yeah, true. <laughs> so, uh, I think this is the closest that we're going to get to a 10. Well, he was at a 9.85, but he does come down. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think so, that this, that, that stretch is the closest that we're going to get to a 10. Yeah, unless Quantrill. Quantrill's the only Quantrill or Chang. Like at some point, if Chang does this for like another well, week, well, so here's like, the thing. I he think will that, reach a so 10. I think this is unfair for Classe then because when it comes down to his position, right? Classe literally played out of his mind for his position for for a month and a half. He was the best player in his position for a month and a half. Yeah, and we didn't put him up there. Yu Chang has been. Yu Chang has been playing like crazy lately, and Cal Quantrill's been playing like crazy lately, right? They haven't yeah. been nowhere near the best player in their position this entire Quantrill season. almost was. Quantrill almost was. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying. That's fair. So I think he's probably attained 10 at some point. Let's let's revisit this. Let's, let's get okay. through the games, and then we'll revisit it. But I, I get what you're saying. So... Um, game three is McKenzie versus T Mac versus minor. Um, we come in looking for their fourth win in a row, the series sweep and their 11th win in a row against the Royals. So just domination. We're feeling ourselves. It's just like not a secret. It doesn't like the air, just the vibe in general watching this is like, we kind of know we just own the Royals in 2021. Uh, send T-Mac to the bump to try to finish things off. He's fresh off the injured list. It doesn't matter because he's built entirely different anymore. And shoves. He absolutely shoves. So Cleveland, four runs on eight hits and one error. Kansas City, two runs on six hits and one error. Quick scoring highlights, bottom of the second. Hunter Dozier hits an RBI single uh, to give the to give the Royals, excuse me, an early one nothing lead. Top of the fifth. Owen Miller, three run bomb. Okay, yeah. Owen. That's his fourth homer of the year. Tribe takes the lead three to one, just like that. Top of the eighth. You already know. Yu Chang. RBI single. What else, right? Extends the tribe's lead four to one. Bottom of the ninth, Edward Oliveris hits an RBI ground out. The Royals still trail it four to two. That's how it stays. Indians have won four in a row, 11 against the Royals, and we finished the sweep, baby. Let's go. Yep. And uh, I want to say this is me just quick math without looking at anything, right? This is like. Five, six games in a row that Yu Chang's played in where he's had an RBI. That feels right. Six or seven, maybe. Damn. That's without me looking at anything. So, like, Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> um, Owen Miller's three-run home run was a fucking piss missile to left field. Uh, Sent it to, like, Kansas City's little home run porch there. Uh, they kind of have like the same outfield setup that we have over there, where it's kind of like a like the, they have the entrance to the park there, and they kind of have like a like a little stand up area. Mm-hmm. Um, just fucking sent this thing. Uh, but in the bottom of the ninth, you fucking Chang makes a yeah. fantastic diving catch, and then gets up, dives to the bag uh, to get to. It was he was originally ruled safe. 
Um, but then uh, after review, come to find out that he beat the guy there. Just a great hustle play. Yeah, and if he doesn't dive to the bag yeah. after the sm- like smoked thing that he had to like, you know, smother and with the diving stop and stuff, yeah. and that if he doesn't dive back to the bag, he doesn't get him. It was just a great hustle play by Yu Chang, who uh, can't miss right now. True. So we talked about Tristan McKenzie, right? Six innings, two hits, one walk, one run, six strikeouts for a dub. I didn't look, but I think that's like four wins in a row for him or or something like that. It it, it feels like it. I mean, what a guy. Two of his, his wins first... have came, came against Kansas City at this point. Oh, nice. Well, I just meant recently since yeah. he's been just dropping it off. But that's his first start off of the IL, and he just puts it right back on the table so nobody forgets about his magnum dong. Yeah. Like, he just said, I was gone for 10 days, but I am back. Um, just absolute. Minute, I'm back now. Ayo. Absolute. Down. <laughs> absolute domination across six innings. Um, I just can't believe this is happening. Like, everything yeah. is coming together how we kind of thought and expected from him. So I just. For everyone just, right now, not just him. Like everyone, I know Logan playing, Allen, Yu Chang. Like holy crap, everyone's um, playing well. Like even like yeah, we talked about Owen Miller kind of being ass. Like the Owen Miller's past couple games, he's been decent. Like he's been playing yeah, he's better. Been, he's been hanging in there lately for sure. Yeah. Bullpen's asked to give you three innings. They do uh, that uh, four hit, one walk, one run ball with two strikeouts. Whitgren gives you a scoreless seventh inning, uh, one hit, one strikeout ball. Shaw comes out for the eighth, gives you a scoreless inning, but he walks one and gives up a hit, so not pretty. Um, Classe comes out for the ninth. He gets that 20th save of the year, but like we talked about, that scoreless streak is finally broken. Um, after giving up an earned run on two hits and just still what a freaking run yeah you know it's it doesn't he's still playing like god you know it's just it's gonna happen that's baseball it it's just that's nuts to go he's still right now July he's still the 16th. best closer in baseball yeah absolutely there's so. no one can sit here and argue that someone's a better closer right now that Emmanuel Classe. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't argue that for a second. I'm just trying to think if anybody, but it would be maybe somebody in the uh, NL, but I don't know who it would be. Even Kimbrell if it was, and, th- I mean, Kimbrell and the other dude on the Oh, Pokemon I'm saying they're sucks. sucking. They yeah, suck. Yeah, that's what I'm and saying. Then, they're, they haven't been performed. No one in, in baseball is pitching over 20 innings of scoreless baseball. Yeah, in, in high leverage stuff. Yeah, I'm with you. He's, so, he's a monster. Yeah. Um, the offense in this one, uh, nine strikeouts to two walks, which isn't great, but isn't terrible. Um, but we left 15 runners on base, which is not great at yeah. all. Uh, eight hits, two of them were extra base hits. One of them was Owen Miller's home run. Uh, we went four for eight with runners in scoring position, which is pretty fucking good, uh, seeing that we only scored four runs and we left 15 runners on base. Yep. So when, when I, I did see something that uh, this, I think this was his. His fourth, Owen Miller's fourth home run and fourth hit with runners in scoring position this year. So it goes to show you how much he hasn't been performing this year. Um, LeVarnway's first game up here after Rivera's injury, uh, and he goes two for four with a double. So there's that other extra base hit. Jose and Fran Mill go hitless again. 
going 0 for 7 with a walk and four strikeouts. So that's what, 12 strikeouts at this point between the two of them. Jose had the walk and only one strikeout. And his strikeout was kind of bullshit in this one. Um, he kind of sat there and argued with it. He It seemed like he made contact with the ball, but the ump didn't see it, and it's not something that you can review. Um, and Franmil. Franmil went ice cold in, in this series. Uh, and Timeline Hitty is what, his, what carries us. When we got people, when we got people in position, we we got them over and we got them in. Yeah, that's all you can yeah. ask for. So, elite starting pitching <laughs> and timely hitting. Yeah, that equals baseball win. Baseball wins go burr. Dubs. Scrappy team go burr. Dubs. <laughs> so, all right, let's get through the who's hot. There's a lot going on here. Yep, there's a lot going on here. This um, one that we're like, there's nothing. It's straightforward, and it's an hour and 50, 16 minutes. <laughs> Before we even get to who's hot and who's not. Uh, Kyle Quantrill staying on. Uh, he didn't pitch this series, so uh, I'm not going to sit here and read off his stats. You can go listen to the last episode. Nothing's changed. Yep, um, he's at a 9-5. Yep. So. Yu Chang goes to a 9-5 because Jesus Christ. In the Royal Series, he goes 5 for 9 with three runs. Four RBIs, one home run, no walks, and one strikeout. And this is where, in, in a series where he doesn't even he gets he pinch hits in one of the games, like yeah, huh? Out of body experience. Um, give me that. Give me the last seven game line. Yeah. So, I can so in the last seven hands. games, he's batting four fifty eight with a four fifty eight uh, OBP. Oh, Can we one? pause it real fast? You don't need to walk if all you do is hit the fucking ball. <laughs> With a 1.083 slugging. Huh? Slugging. Oh, over a thousand slugging. And a 1.542 OPS. 1.5? 1.5? That means, just so everybody's like, because we get caught up. So he is averaging between his on-base plus slugging, okay? He's, like, averaging a base and a half when he does get on base. Well, no, just in general. Like, in any given a plate appearance at this point in the last seven games, he is averaging, regardless of whether he gets on or not, statistically, a one and a half bases. Every, just, he strikes out, his OPS would still be almost a base and a half. It'd probably go down a little, but just to put that in reference, like... That is what he's averaging per at-bat. And in nine at-bats, he only struck out once. So, the last 30 games, Ben, this is after he started fucking the year terribly. In the last 30 games, he's batting 274 with a 307 OVP, a 594 slugging. And a 9.02 OPS. Or a point nine oh two. Oh, yeah. But yeah, a 902 OPS. Like, yeah. dog, those are stats. His OBP is his downfall, but he's just a slugger. Almost a 600 slugging. We have gives a 902 OPS. I mean, you're like, you're not elite, but I mean, you're getting close. Well, guess, you're, I mean, guess, yeah, like, no, that's, that's, and here's the thing. Top 15, he top He started 20. this year off terribly. Yeah, I mean, bottom barrel, like 100 average. And we, we talked about, like, get him like, off the, send him down. We don't want to see him up here. Like, yeah. Now he's like our biggest offensive weapon right now. Like 30 games, 900 OPS. 
That's 30 games is not like one series. That's nuts. It's like nine or 10. Yeah. Like, damn. Like, you, 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 I'm like stuttering, but it's you, you have to play him every day right now. Like, I'm like, if not, you're an idiot. Like, you, De- DeMarlo yeah. Hale's a fucking idiot if you don't play him every day. You ride this until you can't. And then when he doesn't, you don't play him every day. But, like, you ride this until, I don't care. Right now, you sit, Ho- I'm being exaggerating. You sit Jose if he's not feeling great and you play Yu Chang at third. Like, yeah. you get this bat in the fucking lineup, period, until this ends. Like, yeah. I, like, you DH him if Fran Mill needs a night off. Like, just holy. Who would have thought? Not me. Who would have thunk? Nah, so. I mean, uh, Ahmed's going we- back on. He's at an eight. In the Royal Series, seven for 14. Two runs, five RBIs, two home runs, no walks, and two strikeouts. Uh, in his last seven games, he's batting 313, the 303 OBP, a 500 slugging, and a 803 OPS. So above average line. Um, and he's only at an eight because he really just popped off in game one. And then he just got up one single in game two and a single in game three. Uh, but he just popped off way yeah. too hard in that game Did not get some love. His last 15 games, I didn't put the slash line in here because I didn't want it to get too long. But his last 15 games, I want to say he has like a 900 OPS. Or actually, I think he has a 400 OBP and a 600 slugging. So he has a 1,000 OPS over yeah. his last 15 games. So we just he, he deserves some love. I will say something something that we don't we off. don't put enough emphasis on here. Like his he plays such below average defense that like I would say such, but like it's below average. I'm not going to argue that. That like it, it it as much as I love him and I I I'm really enjoy watching him hit. It's just that with that defense, it's you got to take the good. Well, at the, the most, pre- yeah, it's just the pre- most premium position that makes it so hard at second base we'd be like yeah he's not the best second baseman but that bad and we'd move on but like at short it's like damn it you can't hide somebody at shortstop and then so, um, we talked about Classe just before we get to the other yeah, stuff, you know, we just landed. He's at a nine five. I will continue to track him. I'm happy to do it. You're right. And never do. I think he's not hot. It just, well, I'll, I will continue to track him. Yeah. Thanks and for then, the homework, Paul. Very cool. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, Look, we we the this new format we lessened your workload a little bit with the with the new structure. Oh, a hundred percent. I'm not mad at all. So, I love doing this. And then stats. we added I, more homework for me to do too. So yep, yep. <laughs> I love. Listen, I love the uh, I love uh, the stat part. I that was just a joke. Yeah, but it's my favorite part Let's of doing add the notes. homework. I know. Uh, Jose, were ta- Jose, were taking off. He went over. And it, like he went 0 for 11 with four strikeouts, and he had an error in game three where he just boots a ball away from him. Um, in the last seven games, he's batting 280 with a 438 OBP, a 560 slugging, and a 0.998 OPS, which is still good. Those are brazy numbers, yeah. but. But we just we decided. I texted you today. Yeah, you can't go 0 for 11 and be on a. You cannot tires. go hitless. You could be a 10. If you go hitless in a series, you're, you're getting off. taken off. Like you, there's no way to spin that. You're, at so, that point, 
after 11 at bats and you don't get a hit, right? They're not hot anymore. You're cold. You're cold. Yeah. So, like, it's just, but shout out to him going 0 for 11, but still having a 280, 438, 560, like 998 OPS slash line. Yeah. Little chubby buddy go burr. <laughs> and then, um, same thing same with Randmill, right? He goes, he goes 0 for 12 with, uh, a walk. This was way eight, worse. Yeah. He eight strikeouts, which he's in 12 at bats. Yeah. Ooh. And I don't know if he, maybe he needs to go see the, an eye doctor, his contact, maybe he forgot to put in his contacts. Maybe he forgot to pack this message. Maybe he it's for, time for you to come back to the, maybe he forgot to pack them for this road trip, but he just was not Holy. seeing it. Uh, in the last seven games, he's batting 250 with a 419 OBP, a 458 slugging, and an 877 uh, OPS, which again isn't those aren't bad numbers. Those are great yeah. freaking numbers, which just speaks to how hot they were. But and, again, you uh, cannot go over. You're yeah. automatically off. So And then we talked about Class A and then please sacks off the who's cold list. Like Yeah, he said listen, he listened to the pod. Yep. And he heard Okay, they're borderline on me. I really got to step it up. And he took that shit personally and just he he just dropped it off. Yeah. Seven innings, two hits, no walks, no runs, seven strikeouts. He is off the watch list, not keeping an eye. He's not hanging. He he basically gave us the double birds and was like, watch this, baby. <laughs> like, yeah. We we said so. if he had an okay start, he was going back on it. And well, no, you said good. You said or yeah, sorry, you're right, you're right, I'm sorry. I got ahead of myself. Yeah, yeah. So I said yeah. he would have to have a, <clears throat> if he had an okay start, he would stay on the watch list. If he had a good start, he'd be off of it. And then if he had a bad well, start. I think we said if it was the okay, he was going back on. I think if it was just like okay, okay. we even said, we'd put him in a 3-5. So, but okay, either yeah. way, he gave, yeah, us, yeah, he gave us the double birds. Yep. Regardless, He's it was like, like a, yeah, I'm no, fuck you guys. Mind. Yeah. So, to recap... Cal Quantrill stays on at a 9-5 because he didn't pitch yet. Yu Chang stays on. He goes from 8-5 to 9-5. Classe, keeping him on at a 9-5, keep tracking him. Ahmed back on at an 8, really just that one game, but still it's just yep. he just played out of his mind. Jose's off and Framiel's off just because of the Ophers. Can't do it. Plesak is off the who's not. Um, we'll keep it moving here because we got a fair amount of news um, this week. Uh, AL Central standings, Cleveland nine and a half games back uh, from the White Sox for first place. Kind of sucks, not that we're going to catch them, but we won four in a row and they've won three in a row. So it's like, fuck. <laughs> you know, we could have put a dent in that. Yeah. What I like is, though, Detroit 15 and a half back. So smell you later. There's six games behind us for second place. Kansas City, you're welcome for the the little... <laughs> The, the three-piece sweep, and then they lost the game before that. So they've lost four in a row while we won four in a row. And so they're 18 and a half back uh, for first. And then Minnesota just blows, and you know they've just fallen off the map. They've lost – or I'm sorry, they're 19 and a half back. But that's that. Wild card, New York uh, went on a little skid there, a little four-game skid after that 12-game win streak or 14 or whatever 14, they got up yeah. to. Yeah, um, but then they won their last game. They're still a game and a half up on the Red Sox for the first wild card position. Um, but again, Boston is in that second spot. And then moving backwards, Oakland has fallen off, but trying to hang in there. They're two games back for that second spot. Seattle, four games, Toronto, five, and we're seven and a half. Listen, I'm not saying there's a chance, 
But could I interest you maybe as I put my like fingers together? It for me, like, can I interest you in sweep of Red Sox to get the four and a half back? <laughs> like, can I do that? Because yeah. um and look, you know, here's it, the thing. They it, say this is a thing in sports, but it's even more so true in baseball, right? It doesn't matter how your April and March are, right? Or it does. April, but April, it's May, way easier, right? Yeah. If your September is hot, you can carry the playoffs. That that can carry you into the playoffs. Oh, it's all about momentum. Yeah, like whether you getting in, but also being hot going it's, in is huge. Being hot at the right teams. time will carry an entire baseball team. Yep, into the World Series yep. or past where they're really supposed to. So I'm, I'm with you. I still think that 23 game win streak, which that happened, an organization that can't win a World Series to like to save their life. We won 23 games in a row. That actually happened. Like never for we won yeah. 20. They, I, I three this games year, in a row. Jason Kipnis did an interview and they asked him what it was like to be a part of that. It was like it's fucking crazy. Three games in a row, but we finished it with like two weeks left. And I swear that an injury that 2017, we should have won the World Series. We should have won in 2016, but 2017 was the year. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay, now I'm depressed. We got some news. Yeah. Do I cl- uh, do I claim this one? Are you going to at me? or? Yeah, go for it, man, because you, 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 you liked this in the beginning. I was pumped. Yeah, I was pumped. So on Monday, we announced AAA uh, Columbus right-handed pitcher Brad Peacock uh, traded to the Red Sox for cash considerations. Uh, he was kind of cheeks down there and kind of fell off. That was when, let's see, I remember things by what I was doing. We were in Puerto Rico for our honeymoon. So what was that? Late? That was very late June. That was when everything started to fall way off. Mm-hmm. Like Savali got hurt during that time. And I did. I liked him. I mean, he wasn't on a team at the beginning of the year, but for a team that was, you know, scratching and clawing, maybe we could find something in him. I was excited about that. And I stand behind it, but we don't need him now. And he never came up here. He didn't do anything. And we got cash for him. So yep. smell you later. And I will say he got dicked in his first outing for the Red Sox. I think he gave up a little five or seven piece nugget. Is he like actually two- playing for the Red Sox or is he in there? Yeah, no, oh. he is. He he came up spot started for him and dropped off. Like he got bent. It was bad. So um, yeah, he's not down there anymore. We haven't talked about him in like a month and a half, but just wanted to bring that up. Yep. And then that's all you while I look up his line because I saw it and I was like, we got um, cash for you to yeah, get. So bent. right now, baseball references uh, war leaders. Uh, right now, Otani's at a 7.8. <sighs> Wade Miley is at a 6.5. Trevor Simeon. Wade Miley's at a 6.5 war as a pitcher? What? <laughs> I just put this list in yeah. here. I didn't actually look at it yet. Yep. What? Trevor, what? <laughs> Trevor Simeon is at a uh, five. Wait, what? Marcus? Marcus Simeon. Yeah, not Trevor. Marcus Simeon. Who am I? Th- what? Trevor Story? I don't know where I got Trevor. Yeah, Marcus Simeon's at a 5.9. Carlos Correa's at a 5.8. Um, at the end of the day, what we wanted to get out of here was Jose Ramirez is at a 5.3. Which is one, two, two three. Seven, eight, nine. Literally number 10 in yeah. baseball. Tied with Max Muncie and Garrett Cole at 5.3. Yep. So wins above replacement is what war is, just in case we never went over that. Um, just top 10. And Literally. in this offseason, we fully plan on doing an episode where we just break down like some of the stats. stats and, 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 like, and We'll have like baseball university. 
where yeah. we kind of just break all this stuff down for for any of you guys that don't know what some of this stuff is. Because yeah. there there's starting to be stats where even me, a diehard baseball fan, has been following the sport for over 20 years where I'm seeing, I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, because yeah. even wins above replacement is semi-new. It took me... Yeah, it's still, there's some black magic that goes into it a little bit and where you get your war from, which sounds funny, um, for baseball reference versus... Uh, the other day I made a mistake. F-war means fan graphs and B-war means baseball reference calculation mm. of of wins above replacement. I, I was saying like offense or fielding or something. I don't know where the hell. I just completely, I Googled it the other day. And so that, that then we confuse people like, okay, so now you can get this stat that we don't really know how they compile from two different sources. Yeah. <laughs> like I even have to take a step back. I don't get into like the defensive metrics. That shit makes my brain hurt. And I'm like, I don't know what I can trust. So, but I do like war. Wins above replacement. How much are you above? A, the league average player, yeah, meaning that Jose Ramirez is five point three wins, quite literally above the average player at third base. So that means he's, he's adding five point three wins, yeah, yeah, above replacement. So, well, and we'll get more into it and give like reference for stuff and crazy stats. And we're we're definitely looking forward to the off season and and getting well. Getting we, we're crazy not really with looking forward to the off season because I'm gonna miss baseball, but. Yeah, but like some of the fun stuff yeah. and more loose and crap like that. It'll be a it'll be fun. So yep. buckle up. And then and this one is all yeah. You. On Tuesday, my boy Robo, you guys can see kind of see his bobblehead right there. Big Robo guy. Uh, he's having his uh, first rehab start down in Double A tonight or on Tuesday, not tonight. Uh, but um, hopefully he comes back and hopefully he, we can he can be the guy that we know he can be because I fucking miss him real bad. I I lay in bed and think about what he was. <laughs> you think sometimes. about his Clash of Clans looking yeah. face. Uh, I miss him. And then <laughs> on Wednesday, uh, Aaron Savale had his third rehab start. Um, and uh, he goes, what is it, five innings? Yeah, goes five innings uh, for the Ducks. So maybe Aaron Savale comes back uh, here. In a uh, in a couple weeks, and then uh, we talk about Nolan Jones. Uh, he gets put on the seven day IL down in Columbus. Yeah, which he shoves. Yeah, so just come on up. Those poor little double A people still just getting kind of bent by it. Eh, that star. one wasn't as dominant, yeah. but still five innings, one earned run. So. Did you find Brad Peacock's line? Oh, yeah, I did. Sorry. Uh, so, Brad Peacock, two in a third innings, two hits, two walks, five earned runs. So, he gave up. Did he give up a grand slam? Did he give up a grand slam? No, I don't know what he did, but he got bent. So <laughs> Good. Whatever. Anyway. Um... Yeah, this one sucks. Tuesday, um, third base outfielder prospect Nolan Jones officially placed on the seven-day IL at AAA Columbus. Just a little banged up. Nothing super serious. We're not super worried about it. Just wanted to throw it out there for the news. I mean, it's the end of the year. Just don't rush yep. anything. It's, everybody's going to get banged up. You know, we miss you. 
Yeah. want to see you. And no one's really worried about minor league playoffs. Yeah, exactly. So it is what it is. Uh, so quick upcoming series preview. Uh, we just kind of did this with the Red Sox, but we're getting them again. But we're going to Fenway. From Boston uh, to Fenway Park. Uh, so Cal Quantrill four and two with a two nine three ERA versus Nathan Eovaldi, who's ten and eight with a three seven one ERA. Um, that's a seven ten start tonight, Friday night. Tomorrow, Saturday, four ten start. Eli Morgan two and six with a five nine eight ERA, kind of a, a you know important start for him versus uh, Hauk, who is zero and three with a three six three ERA, and then. Uh, Zach Plesak on Sunday, a 110 start, 9 and 4 with a 449 ERA versus Nick Pavetta, who's 9 and 7 with a 467 ERA. So the Red Sox come in uh, 77 and 59, 6 and 4 in their last 10. They've been playing better after they fell off like the fucking map there for uh, a hot second we talked about like a month ago when they were just like basically guaranteed a spot you know they were just insane indians come in 67 and 64 they're seven and three in their last 10 um and yeah i mean we just talked about this they're an offensive powerhouse i am scared about fenway the way that you know the green monster plays Mm -hmm. and how short that is and you know this is a big start for morgan um i feel really good about games one and three but i mean in general this is still a team that just shooters i will say a lot of a a lot of our power is on the left-hand side of the plate. Yep. Which plays well at Fenway. Yeah. Bobby. Um, Jose. Jose. Um, I mean, Fran Mill goes oppo or to just deep center. Or poles. Yeah. I mean, we're still going to be in good shape yeah. regardless. So, Bradley Zimmer. I mean, both people, yeah, both people get the advantage. Um, but, yeah, I like Plesak versus Pavetta. Um, Morgan versus Hauk, we'll see. Um, big, like I said, feels like a big start for Morgan. Uh, but Quantrill versus Eovaldi, kind of getting that prime time, you know, going up against each other yeah. there. And so, um, again, they're an offensive powerhouse. We just saw them. We could have swept that very realistically, could have swept them. It's very frustrating and it's going to be harder to do at Fenway. Um, I have no expectations, but I would love to see a minimum of two out of three to kind of keep this pipe dream going. Um, but just, Keep playing good ball. Like, let's just see yeah. Jose and Fran Meal break the slump. And let's see um, Quantrill drop it off. Let's just see all the good vibes. Keep going. Let's just play good brands of baseball. So that's pretty much yeah, yeah it. We literally just saw them. Uh, the series, in a, you know, you know not the last ago. series, but the one before. Yeah. So... All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, follow, and consider leaving us a review. Uh, be sure to follow us on Twitter at 216BaseballPod. And you can follow us on TikTok and YouTube. You can watch it all at 216BaseballPod. Made it easy for everybody. And we're going to be back on Tuesday. We'll give you an update on the Red Sox series. And yeah, go try, baby. Yeah, guards up, baby. Let's go. Let's go.